Hey guys, welcome to my new podcast called Sitting Down with Tessa. I am just your average young mom to three children trying to figure out motherhood, life, and how to juggle a career all at the same time. But more than anything, it's my goal to creatively inspire beauty not only in my own life, but in your life as well. So I hope that you enjoy today's podcast and make sure to visit my website, www.tessacurby.com for more information. Hey guys, welcome to the next episode. Oh, I feel like it's been a while since I've been on here and um, as you can probably hear in my voice and in my terrible nasalness, I have a cold right now. So I'm sorry if people's voices with colds annoy you, but this is how it's going to be. <laughs> um, no, but seriously, thank you for... Your patience if you have been wondering what's going on with my podcast I took last week off I thought that maybe I was going to be able to punch a podcast out at the end of the week but I came over or this cold came over me and I just couldn't so here I am um, I'm announcing that I will be moving my podcasts from Mondays to Thursdays my husband and I at the very beginning, or yeah, at the beginning of the school year decided that we were going to do a ministry school through our church and it's on Sunday nights. It's like three hours on Sunday nights and so it takes up a large chunk of my prep time and my, not even prep time, but the time that I actually put all of this stuff together. So it's just been a scramble and I, I cannot continue to stretch myself too, too thin here. So Thursdays will be the new go-to. So I just thank you guys for tuning in, uh, for being here and for your support, for all your messages and all your reviews. It all means the world to me. Uh, I'm interrupting our scheduled episode to bring you the review of the week from Taya Sharp. She says, wow, what an amazing podcast to listen to, not only as a woman, but as a business owner. Being in the constant hustle of building a business, it's so incredible to listen to someone that makes you remember what it's all for, loving and lifting up our Father God and working to glorify Him and only Him. Thank you, Tessa, for using this gift of yours. Well, thank you, Taya, for your amazing, encouraging, inspiring words. It means so, so, so much to me. And if you have a chance, leave a review on the podcast app and be featured on the next episode. We're just going to dive right into this week's message. Um, I talked in my last podcast about money, and that was a really, really, really interesting podcast because it was very different than some of the ones that I've done. And so if you haven't listened to that, I would encourage you to go and do that because this message today is kind of um, an add-on or a sequel to that one. This episode is entitled, How Big Is Your Faith? So as you guys know, if you listened to my last podcast, this this year has been one of the biggest challenges in our marriages to date. And that's saying something because Guy and I have been through a lot in our short six years of marriage. But when it comes to issues with finances, now that will really, really, really test the strength and devotion of your marriage. Am I right? And I and I feel like you always hear that like at the very beginning of your the very beginning of your marriage, it's like 
oh, just wait till you run into financial issues or, you know, oh, finances, those are the number one causer of divorces. Like you hear that statistically, but you don't ever actually think that it's going to be you that it happens to. And it's funny because when Guy and I first got into um, real estate and the house flipping thing, um, I started, and then and then shortly after that, the Magnolia, Chip and Joanna came out with their first book called The Magnolia Story. And Guy and I read that out loud together. And I can remember we got to that part in the story, in their story, where they talked about their troubles with finances and how, you know, and they only had like 2000 or $1,000 left in the bank and, you know, all this risk. And we just kind of like rolled our eyes and we're like, holy cow, how, how did they ever get into that kind of situation? Or holy cow, that'll never be us. Um, so don't judge because you reap your judgment. <laughs> no, but seriously, that was something that we never thought would happen to us, that we never thought would be part of our story. And so as I mentioned in our last podcast, we talked a lot about this current financial struggle that we're in and what ha- what it's made of us the last few months. But when you go through something like that, when you go through financial gain and then financial loss and risk that is involved in all of that, and you don't see the breakthrough happen right away, you know, one of the biggest ways the enemy will try and get into your head is to get you to place blame, right? It's like, that's like the first thing that we'd run to when things just aren't panning out. And so, well, well, maybe if you just never suggested this house in the first place, we wouldn't be in this situation, you know? And I, and I can remember talking about that, or I can remember saying that out loud to Guy. Like I had just gone through it in my head and I was just in this very low, low, low point where, you know, this, this flip house of ours wasn't selling. We'd done everything in the book. We had done everything right in our minds and I can just remember being in that place and I was just so down and out and we had you know we had asked fervently from the Lord to make this you know this house sell and we'd done everything that the Lord had asked us to do we'd done everything we had gone out in a limb in our faith so so to speak you know we had when he asked us to go and march around the property with our entire family in tow and speak abundance and proclaim truth over the property, we did that. You know, we we rallied our team of our three children and we got in our little blue minivan and we drove to the house and we marched around the property like a bunch of crazy people, speaking out loud, praying out loud, proclaiming that this property was God's property and proclaiming abundance and praying for the people that were going to be buying this house and just praying for fruitfulness over it. And um, we'd even gotten down on our hands and knees multiple times, just asking for a financial miracle, asking for breakthrough. And we asked our family, we even had got to the point where we had to ask our family for help with money because we couldn't pay some of our bills and we couldn't pay some of the things that came up on, um, you know, some of those just random bills that just seemed to pop out of nowhere. We, we we couldn't pay for those. And we stayed up late writing prayers and standing together, reciting them out loud over and over and over again. 
we had done everything that we felt like the Lord was calling us to do. And yet, when the curtain fell, there was nothing left. There was no breakthrough. And I can remember this night where I was just going through it in my head. And I, you know, was so angry. And um, we had yet another offer fall through because for some reason this house had like multiple offers put on it from different people at different times. And they never went through. And um, I just remember looking at Guy and saying, I knew I knew you shouldn't have ever looked at this house. I was never on board with it from the very beginning. And the minute the words came out of my mouth, the minute I wish I could have just rewound, you know, and taken them all back because I knew that wasn't the truth. I knew that I trusted in him. I knew that I trusted his financial decision. I knew that I trusted his business decision. I trusted every part of what he stood for in this decision. And I knew it was a good one. And I knew the Father stood behind us in it too. But you know what? When you get to this low of a low, you begin to question it all. You begin to wonder if it was ever in God's will in the first place. And so the minute those words came out of my mouth, I just looked down and I just shook my head. And I just like, Tessa, why? And you know, if you know Guy, my husband, he's just the most gracious, most loving man, just kind of walked away and didn't retaliate, didn't say anything mean back. He just walked away, just disappointed, you know. I think he was just as disappointed, if not more, than I was. And when I went to apologize to him, not but five minutes later, and just tell him how wrong I was and how out of line I was, um, He just looked at me and just said, Tessa, I don't know what else to do. And, you know, it was in that moment where we just really had to take a step back and say, are we willing to let this, this situation define who we are? Are we going to let not having any money define how much faith we have? Because we serve a really big God. And yet, We couldn't get past this little situation. And so when we were in one of the most vulnerable places that we've ever been been in before as a couple, it's true. It's true what they say. When the glitter fades, you find out what kind of person is really left standing. And for us, we were in one of the most vulnerable places that we've ever been in as a couple. And to be honest... I was learning a lot about myself and things I didn't exactly like, most of the things I didn't like. One, I was learning that I began to let money define my sense of worth and security. And you can listen to my last podcast for more on that. But number two, my faith and my trust in God was limited to what I could do, not what he could do. And number three, I found that I was often doing things on my timeline instead of trusting in his. And so when I got to that, when we got to that night where we were just, you know what, Lord, it's like it took us so many times, (laughs) so many months, but we were both like, you know what, Lord, we trust you, Lord. We know that you can move mountains. We know that you can calm the sea. We know that you can bring a people group together. 
we know that you are capable of so much more than we give you credit for. So here's our little house. And we trust that you are going to give it to the right people in your own timing. But I continued to struggle, you know, like I continue to struggle with this, you know, I've talked a little bit about this on our, um, in my last podcast and also in my Instagram stories, but just the spending fast that we've been on since, um, you know, not, not having a lot of money to work with. And it's just really taught me a lot. It's taught me that I am capable of a lot more than I have ever given myself credit for. It taught me that, yeah, I was kind of relying on our money and our bank accounts to live a certain life that really didn't make me more happy. You know what I'm saying? I was able to go out to eat whenever I wanted to go out to eat. I was able to go shopping when I wanted to go shopping. You know, I, I was was careless with with how I spent my money and I didn't realize it. And this whole spending fast made me realize that those things didn't necessarily make me more happy. Yes, they were they were fun in the moment. Yes, they were they were good. But did did they add anything of extra value to my life? No. Did they teach me anything? No. And so, you know, here I am driving driving through town and getting groceries and what I would normally have done is stopped in at Starbucks afterwards and got myself a nice little drink and and now I can't do that or here I am hey let's kids let's go to the park and while we're at it why don't we grab McDonald's on the way and let's make a picnic of it but now I can't do that so we packed ourselves a picnic instead and instead of going out to eat a lot as a family we just learned to be better at meal prep or meal planning and we learned that you know what we don't have to make an extravagant meal every single night for our children. Some some nights, we can just have pizza and we can just have chicken frozen chicken nuggets. Like, that's okay. And so we began to see that we had lived a life that was so defined by what we had let it be defined as. You know, that we needed to have X, Y, and Z in order to feel better about ourselves or in order it was just more of out of convenience if if you think about it it was more out of you know what this is easier so let's just do this or you know what I don't have the perfect dress for this wedding so I'm just going to go and buy myself a new one we'd gotten into that kind of life right but here I am knowing all of this knowing that I had let that I had let money define who I am knowing that I had let money change my understanding and my perspective on what was most important. And here I was, still struggling with all of that. But you know what I found? That our God is a really good, good Father. I mean, you know, we sing it in church, and we we hear stories about God's faithfulness and God's goodness. But we never think it's going to actually happen to us, you know? We never think we're going to get that random check in the mail that pays for our mortgage that month. We never think that we're going to be gifted something so extravagant that it's going to pay for our back-to-school clothes or back-to-school accessories, whatever. 
we never think that God's going to bless us. And so we put in all the time and we put in the work, but we, what are we really doing it for when we don't think that God's going to bless us with it? Are we just doing it to do it? Or are we doing it knowing that we have the faith to back it, knowing that God's going to bless it? And so what I really, really, really started to see was that God sees me. Like, he sees me. That he sees the desires of my heart. And as vain and as insignificant as they seem, like me wanting to go shopping, me really enjoying just going and finding beautiful things that make me feel beautiful. If that's important to you, that's important to God. And being able to go out to dinner with my girlfriends and ex- have that extended time with them. If that's important to you, that's important to God. And what I found was that God sees that. And he hears that desire in your heart. And so there was one night where I just had this major, major meltdown with Guy. And I just said, I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if I can live like this for very much longer. I feel like I'm living in a cabin in the woods a thousand miles away from civilization. I have no life. I can't get out of the house. I can't do anything. And now I'm just having a pity party for myself. But the Lord heard me. He heard me. And the next day I was um, just at home. And um, I would taken my kids uh, to the park that morning after dropping our daughter off at school. And I came back home and the kids were being really, really, really crazy. And I just... I was just trying to get them into the house. You know, I was just in one of those moods there. Just get in the house. Come on, get in the house. Hurry up. And they just weren't listening. Everybody was crying and screaming, and it was just awful. But in that moment, I saw somebody pull into our driveway. And I, in my, you know, angst and in my um, hustle and bustle to get the kids inside, I just kind of didn't even pay much mind. And I just came inside, and I got the kids ready for their nap, and I brought them upstairs, and... When I came back downstairs, I had a family member sitting in my kitchen. And I was like, oh my gosh, what are you doing here? You know, just, it was just a really random kind of visit. And I'm not used to seeing this person in my house very, very often. But she is somebody that I love and I adore and so happy to see. And I said, I'm so sorry that I, um, I saw you pull in, but I wasn't able to, you know, give you very much of a warm welcome. It's been, it's been rough with the kids lately. And, and she just said, I know, oh, I know. I, 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 I totally understand. And so we just kind of got to chatting, just kind of catching up. It had been a while since we had really had the opportunity to do that together and in an alone space. And, um, she goes, well, Tessa, enough of the chit chat. I'm here for you. And I was just completely thrown off. And I just, what do you mean you're here for me? And, and she goes, I'm here for you. I came to visit you and I, I wanted to give you something. And in her hand, she had this, this card. And uh, she said, you know, every now and again, I just like to bless the people in my family. And the Lord put you on my heart and I want to bless you this week. And I was just blown away. And immediately, tears began to form in my eyes. And 
I heard the Lord say, I see you. And she handed me the letter. And I opened it up. And it, out of it dropped gift cards to places that I love. And, and I was immediately so overwhelmed with God's goodness. And I just kept hearing him say, Tessa, I see you. I see you. I know how hard this season has been. I know what you've given up. I know what you're missing. I see the desires of your heart. I see the things that make you happy. I know that this has been tough. Here you go. This is for you because I love you and people around you love you. And I literally was like a heaping mess like I am here. And I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it that he had blessed me in that way. You know, that it had been me on the other side of that equation of, oh, it's never going to be me. And then about a week and a half later, I was enjoying one of those gift cards after I had dropped my daughter off to uh, school that morning. I had a function at church that I was attending, and so I had a little bit of downtime, and I went and I enjoyed myself a little one-on-one breakfast with myself and the Lord (laughs) and a cup of coffee. And during that time, I had seen a friend. Um, I had seen a friend in passing, and actually on my way to school, I had seen one of my girlfriends in passing, and she's a really good girlfriend of mine, and I love her family dearly, and she's very, very, very special to me. And she texted me after we had waved in our cars going by one another. She texted me afterwards as I sat down to to eat. I received it. And she said, it was so good just to see you in passing, even if it was just in the car. (laughs) And she said, "You're, you're so important to me, and you've blessed me so much, and you're somebody that I can trust and lean on and call and I just want to repay repay you for everything that you've done for me and my little girl. And um, so I've booked you a spa, or I've booked you a massage here in town. And I want you to go enjoy yourself. You deserve it. And again, there I was in Panera Bread by myself, just weeping because he's so good. And again, I heard him say, Tessa, I see you. I see you. And I know all that you've done. And I see how faithful you've been. And I see your heart. And it's so funny because little by little, I've just seen him show up. I mean, those are extravagant gifts, right? Those are Those are gifts that you just, you are so grateful for. And another way that God has totally blessed us is I got more interaction with a company that I work with here locally than I have ever in my 
three years of working with them as a blogger. They hired me out more times than they ever have. And I mean, it was just so crazy. And in, and in my, I put together some presets for um, my Lightroom app. And if you want to if you want to buy those, you still can. But I put together just on a whim some presets that I made through my editing that, you know, just stuff that I've learned through photography and editing and I put them out for sale. And gosh, I can't, I was blown away by the support and by the um, financial gain from, from that, from those sales alone. Like God was moving. God is, was was blessing us even when we weren't seeing the fruit in what we were wanting to see the fruit in which was the sale of our house he was still moving and he was still blessing our faithfulness in him sometimes we just have to have faith in him and sometimes it it takes a situation where everything is taken away from you for you to understand the gravity and the significance of your faith and trust in him and you know, I don't regret this situation. I I don't wish that we'd never been in it because I know that it has taught us taught us so much about who we are and who God calls us to be. And that when we have nothing, it doesn't mean we have nothing to give or nothing to gain. You know, we we started to really understand and to see the joy in the little things like going to the park with our kids and teaching them how to skateboard <laughs> and spending that one-on-one time with them and spending that one-on-one time with each other and just the joy that you can have in doing things not everything that you do has to revolve around money or your lack thereof it can just be simple things and so there are so many ways that God wants to bless us. It may not look like how we want it to look. And you know what is even crazier is the way that he wants you to step out in faith is often going to look completely different than how you think it is going to look. It might look like marching around like a fool. It might look like getting on your hands and knees. It might look like Blessing a family in need, even though you're the one that needs to be blessed. Like, faith doesn't make sense. It's not E equals MC squared. It doesn't make sense. It's catastrophic, and it's beautiful, and it's messy, and it's good. And God wants you to have faith in him. He wants you to have the faith and the strength to go forth knowing that he's got your best in mind. And that no matter what, he's got your back. And he sees you. He sees everything that you're doing. He sees all the hours that you're pouring into your children. He sees all the hours that you're pouring into your work. He sees the passion in your heart. He sees the desires and the dreams that you have. And he wants to fulfill them all. So what is stopping you? What's getting in your way? Is it money? Is it Is it relationship? Is it unforgiveness? Is it all three of those things combined? Because God wants to strip you and refine you and 
take those things and make them obsolete so that he can be the center and the focus of your life so that you can go forth and live abundantly in him and in the faith that you have in him and knowing that he will never let you down. He will never give up on you. He is the end all and the be all. So I just, I think that there is so much in this and I know this is all jumbled and messy and I was crying a lot and my nose is really nasally and I'm sorry, but I, I know that God has so much in store for all of you and I know that sharing the story is going to unlock something with inside of all of you and I just pray that God is able to speak some truth over you today and in the weeks to come and days, days and weeks to come and that he's able to lift you up and empower you to go in the way that you need to go to make the hard decisions so you guys thank you (laughs) thank you so much for tuning in today and like I said for all your support for all your never-ending support it means the world to me and I thank you for taking the time to listen today Hey guys, thanks again so much for checking out my podcast today. I hope that you enjoyed and I hope that you'll come back again another time. But in the meantime, if you're new here and want to get to know me and my family a little bit more, you can find us at www.tessakirby.com. That's www.tessakirby.com. And if you want to see a little bit more in depth into our lives, you can check out my Instagram page. It is at Tessa and Kirby. Again, thank you guys so, so much for coming along this journey with me.